Hello and welcome to the Coffee Unleashed podcast. My name is Alec and I am your host. Um, We are excited here today at Indie Coffee to be on episode 31 of this podcast. Um, If you haven't already, make sure that you subscribe uh, to uh, all of our stuff. Uh, We've got some really great episodes, some great guests that have been coming up the last couple of weeks. Um, So excited for that. Uh, Make sure and uh, subscribe and then listen back to a couple other episodes. Uh, We talk about some really cool stuff. So Uh, Jump on there. If you want to learn more about Indie Coffee Roasters in general, um, you can uh, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Uh, that's sort of the best place to uh, reach us, as well as uh, if you are a local to the Indianapolis area, make sure and uh, come by our cafe uh, and enjoy some of the awesome coffee that we have right now, um, as well as if you are a business um, we would love to serve our coffee at your business. So uh, shoot us an email at hello at IndieCoffeeRoasters.com and we can get you more details on that. Uh, but today we are very lucky to have the most recent top dog at Indie Coffee Roasters here with us. Uh, we have Bree, a good friend of mine and a great member of our team. Uh, so Bree, uh, introduce yourself and then uh, let us know what coffee you've been having lately. Hey Alec, yeah. I'm Bree. Um, I'm the assistant manager at Indie Coffee Roasters right now, and I am loving really all of our um, new beans that we've had on, um, but I feel like I keep on going back to the Limu. I love making V60s at home of that, so it's Sweet. really great. Um, so yeah, um, so yeah, talk to us a little bit about, uh, as we start, Obviously, Top Dog, we can go into that for a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, every quarter, I believe, at our Carmel store, we uh, crown someone um, sort of the Top Dog. So that's voted on by the whole staff. Um, and uh, it just shows that they uh, really uh, accentuate our values that quarter. So mm-hmm. um, we have a set of core values that we've talked about before. Um, and that's really what, what we hold our staff to. So, um, yeah, and it's not necessarily employee of the month style where it's all it's based on sales or attendance or anything. But, um, you know, how do they how does their staff feel that they uh, uphold that? Um, yeah. So talk a little bit about, I guess, the core values and, mm-hmm. and sort of how that plays into day to day for you. Sure. Yeah. So. I feel like when I was looking at getting into the coffee industry, I wanted to work for a company that had really strong values. Um, and so when I saw the five core values of indie, whether it's, you know, we educate, we have fun, we, um, like to stand out and we take things very seriously in the Mm -hmm. coffee industry. Um, and then we don't just keep it here. We want to extend that to the community, mm-hmm. whether that is through um, our efforts for education or that is giving. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like I came to Indy really respecting those values. Mm-hmm. Um, and as I joined the team, I, I wanted that to be my priority to mm-hmm. uphold those values and live up to those. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah. And I think, you know, as we talk specifically to business owners or uh, managers or things like mm-hmm. that, um, you know, having a set of values that people can hang their hat on. Uh, I mean, for us, it just felt sort of natural, uh, an extension of what we believe the company was already. But um, how does that, how does that help, I guess, in the day to day from, mm-hmm. you know, helping manage uh, the store and, and doing that? How does that help with the staff? Sure. I think, you know, if you've been to our shop, you see um, on the wall, we have 
all the values listed there. And so I feel like in a sense that keeps us accountable of, you know, we, it's easy to go like get into the rut of just like serving a latte, serving whatever. But you know, when it's posted on the wall and when we constantly are talking about it at staff meetings or Mm -hmm. stuff like that of, you know, this is who we are, this is why we're here. And this is why, um, you know, we've gotten this far. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it really helps in the day to day of reminding us we aren't just, you know, serving coffee. Mm -hmm. We're here to, to make a difference, to represent our farmers well, to represent, um, the coffee well, um, and to be that kind of connection point with the community to the whole international coffee industry. For sure. Yeah. Um, so talk a little bit about your coffee journey. Mm -hmm. Um, you, at the time when you interviewed, you were in a different spot. Mm -hmm. Um, so talk to us about that and, um, what, what and why coffee and why it sort of keeps drawing you back. Sure. So I, uh, first encountered the coffee industry when I was in college. Um, I went to Taylor University and, you know, different shops like the Abbey uh, or the Bridge just really um, kind of made the coffee industry accessible and really appealing. So even when I was studying, um, you know, I'd at first just go to coffee shops and study. And then I started to realize like the Abbey would host um, latte art competitions Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And it was kind of inviting um, the whole indie coffee community Mm -hmm. all together. Um, and so it was super appealing to me, but you know, I was studying psychology. So Mm -hmm. I saw that, um, in these coffee settings, it was, you know, creating sense of belonging for people, Mm -hmm. a sense of, you know, people are gathering around a craft and it was really, um, kind of catalyzed this really unique community. Mm -hmm. Um, so, um, I (laughs) eventually, you know, wrote my senior paper on, um, third places and specifically coffee shops. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to see what I believed about coffee shops is that they're, they enhance the health mm-hmm. um, of a community. Mm-hmm. So I believe that, but I wanted to see if that was valid. So mm-hmm. I did research for a whole semester and found that, you know, coffee shops are really essential yeah. to, um, to the health of a community, um, mm-hmm. and to the health of, um, individuals. And so that was where I love, like fell in love with the coffee shop setting. Um, after graduation, I moved uh, to Northern Thailand and spent some time there um, working with a nonprofit. And I expected to kind of put specialty coffee on a shelf. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I was there, come to find out, uh, Northern Thailand used to be very big in opium farming. Mm-hmm. And when that was illegalized, all the opium farms turned into coffee farms. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I my first day in Thailand was spent picking coffee cherries Mm -hmm. on a mountain Mm -hmm. and getting pour overs at the shop that's owned by the farm. Mm -hmm. So it just, it exposed me to the, the farming side and the origin side Mm -hmm. of coffee. Um, and that was just a really, really cool thing. So I feel like I've been brought on this journey of falling in love with the shop to falling in love with the origin. And I just feel really thankful to be be able to experience the whole, the whole supply chain, I guess. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, so then what brought you to, you know, back here, mm-hmm. obviously Taylor is yeah. close. Um, but yeah, what brought you back here and, mm-hmm. um, you know, what brought you into wanting to make your job coffee? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think when I was preparing to come back from Thailand, I knew I wanted to go into specialty coffee. And so I essentially made a list of the top five coffee shops in the Mm -hmm. nation that I felt like were doing it exceptionally well. Mm -hmm. It was anywhere from, 
you know, here, Indie mm-hmm. Coffee, to, mm-hmm. you know, a shop in Kansas City, a shop in Colorado Springs. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just kind of started reaching out. And before I reached out to Indie, I saw, you know, a post online for the job I now have. And it mm-hmm. was very intimidating. I felt <laughs> not qualified for my mm-hmm. role at all, but I thought I'd just apply and yeah. see what happened. And, um, went through the interview process, had my phone interview while I was still in Asia. But, uh, yeah, I just, I feel super thankful, um, to be here, um, Mm -hmm. because I do hold Indy in such high regard. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. So that's how I ended up back in the Midwest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think we've been really lucky from a cafe standpoint, at least the um, you know, a Carmel location that we don't have a lot of turnover. Mm. Um, and we know that that's not typical in the coffee industry. Um, you know, you have the opportunity obviously to help assist in training and, and, uh, you know, work alongside our manager to, um, try to develop some of the new people that come through. Mm-hmm. Um, so speak into maybe why you think some of that turnover doesn't happen as much or, mm-hmm. you know, maybe what some of the other staff is, you know, why they like to stick around or. Sure. I think the leaders at Indy, whether it's the four owners or Jim, our manager, mm-hmm. um, we just, as baristas feel really valued by you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, we feel very seen, um, sure. and understood. Um, it's not just like we're expected to go in and do the job and leave. It's, yeah. it's the little things, whether it's, just sitting down and having a conversation. How mm-hmm. are you doing? To, mm-hmm. um, you know, little snacks that are upstairs mm-hmm. or just being very flexible with our schedules and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So I think, you know, being valued as a person who, you know, this this industry, there is high turnover. But I think, um, one, there's that. And then there's, two, just a really unique community that we have, mm-hmm. whether it is, you know, the customers that we have come in or our team. Um, we're all very close. We'll do things together outside mm-hmm. of work. And so mm-hmm. we try to keep that culture. Um, it's more of a family. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, um, and going back to the values, I think mm-hmm. working, working for a place that has those values and is committed to serving a high quality product. It's everything about that. Um, mm-hmm. just makes us feel like we're working as a team towards something greater, mm-hmm. um, with a lot of purpose. Um, so I think that that keeps a lot of us around because yeah. we like contributing to that. Yeah. Purpose. Yeah, and I, it, it's definitely, you know, as owners, and I know a lot of business owners that may be listening um, would feel this way, but, you know, it's the fine balance of, you know, understanding that they're doing a job, you know, you guys are doing a job for us and for the company and that, and um, so you don't want to necessarily fall too much into a personal uh, arena, but it's definitely, you know, it's hard not to just care about everybody that's, you know, with us, um, because we do spend so much time together and, Mm -hmm. um, I've never been one and our whole team really, it's never been one to really like compartmentalize Mm -hmm. things. So, you know, if your life is, your life or maybe an attitude you have right now is your attitude. Obviously everybody works hard, but, um, there's things that are going on that need to be shared. Then, you know, we, we really try to let those be shared. Um, Mm -hmm. and yeah, I mean, I, I would highly encourage 
um, an owner to talk to their managers and ask, you know, mm-hmm. ask you guys what, what would help, you know, even if it's easy stuff, you know, like snacks in the break room are not a big deal, right. you know, right. um, but we want you guys to feel like you're taken care of, mm-hmm. you know, and, um, we don't have to do that. Not, and not again, like, you know, saying that we we know everything or, or anything like that, but, you know, we know it's important to spend mm-hmm. money on you guys and, um, it's worth it to then yeah. feel that motivation. And, um, and I think, you know, you guys, you and Jim, uh, and Diane especially do a good job of, you know, coordinating stuff to do as a team. So staff meetings are always a fun mm-hmm. environment. Um, it's never, you know, I don't feel like boring. I don't ever see anybody like dreading being a part of it. Um, and those are just really, to me, just simple things, um, that really any business can do, like think through, um, you know, how those are structured and, um, or, you know, step out of it as owners and, and let your management team really run after that. Um, because, they're more on the ground than, than us. You know, you guys are, are more in touch with the, with where the staff is at and, and how they're doing or how they're feeling. And, um, then maybe we are because we're a little bit more removed. And, um, so yeah, I think listening is important and, and I hope that you feel like we do that. And, um, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's always the takeaway when I hear from you and Jim is that, um, it's important that we as a whole team of owners listen, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a, the, it's the fine balance too of like, we listen, but we make decisions uh, for the whole company. So, um, I'm not telling, you know, every business owner to do everything that all the managers want. Sure. Um, but listening is important and, you know, then it hopefully feels like you mm-hmm. have an avenue to, to at least share and feel mm-hmm. like you're, you're listened to and then, you know, respected when we mull over the decision and either decide yes or no. Um, but you know, I, I feel like nine times, out, nine times out of 10, the manager generally just wants to be heard, not even necessarily their, their thing like implemented, you know, mm-hmm. be happy with just being heard. Um, because I know that that's always tough and gigs that don't listen or, Maybe they are micromanaging or, you know, you don't have the freedom to, to make any calls or, um, which from our perspective is not easy. It's an everyday, like double check, which I'm sure even for you with some of the other staff, like some of the other part-time staff may do things slightly differently Mm -hmm. than you would. Um, but you can't just like step in and do it, you know, um, and that's always a feels like a day to day thing that you have to mm-hmm. double check on, um, and you know it's even more different, you know, on our end because you know we have the most ownership, you know, or not necessarily the most care, but we have the most at stake, I guess, mm-hmm. you know. So we uh, we you know as owners, you're always the most passionate people in the room generally. Um, so yeah, it's really easy to like don't do it that way, do it this way, right, you know, right. or I'll just do it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I think I shared with you 
you know, we talked about dishes at one point. Yeah. And I said, you know, I'm not going to rob you of the opportunity to serve or do your job well, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, and obviously saying that jokingly, but <laughs> yeah. um, I think that that's really true. Mm-hmm. That like um, anytime that we step in or you step in for someone else or um, and just sort of take it over and either don't use that as a teaching opportunity or you just do it because it's easier. Um, you're robbing someone of that shot. Mm-hmm. Um, because, yeah, I don't I would argue if we did that, then you wouldn't be feeling the way you're feeling now, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Um, and obviously there's more staff that, you know, you have the opportunity or, or Jim or the rest of our managers have the opportunity to, you know, pour into that um, if you were just to step in, then, you know, they'd lose the opportunity and maybe right. not feel as tied or feel as close or, mm-hmm. or uh, as a part of the crew. So, um, yeah, so talk a little bit about why, you know, um, you know, why sort of the management role you, you enjoy mm-hmm. um, and what about it, you know, works for you. Sure. Yeah, I I really love the management role because I feel like there's a nice balance between um, the day-to-day work, um, behind the bar as a barista, um, making drinks, interacting with our customers, um, but then there's also that piece of more of those long-term um, goals, those bigger picture ideas of like whether it's what should we do for the next staff meeting, how can we talk to the staff in a way that is going to um, encourage one of those values or stuff like that. Um, so it's a nice, nice mix of the detail and also the big picture, I'd say mm-hmm. is what I love about my job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So we, like I said, uh, or like you shared, we are, you know, we have a tight knit group of people, mm-hmm. you know, it's how do you guys balance like the, um, you know, bringing people into the fold as well as, you know, sort of protecting the quality, I guess. How do you, you know, balance that? Obviously, we're big into education. So um, all of the staff that we bring in, we, mm-hmm. we talk through, you know, like you want to bring in people that maybe have some learning to do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I think, you know, one thing that Jim said to me in my interview process was, you know, we can teach coffee. Mm-hmm. We can't teach passion. Sure. Um, so when we look to bring people on, I mean, we look, we look at the potential they have to live into those values that we have. Um, so I think, you know, we've recently brought on a couple new team members and, and they've just been awesome because when we did go through the hiring process, we did see that they hold those values. Mm-hmm. They, they really care about people. They really care about the customer service and they have the desire to learn about coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, we had one that, you know, had no coffee experience and one that did have several years of coffee experience. But, um, I'd say, you know, that's, that's the biggest thing is seeing that passion. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, when you give people that opportunity to live into those passions, um, and those interests, then, then the team just, you know, the dynamics change a little bit with yeah. new people, but it's, it's generally pretty great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think the, the thing I go back to sometimes is, um, you have to want to 
work for us. Sure. Like there's a lot of cafes out there and, and the tough part that I've seen with like, not to, not that I'm like old, but the newest generation of people like moving into the workforce is it's very like me focused. Mm-hmm. So what can this job give to me to help me get to the next spot? Um, and it could be like the next job or maybe the next skill set or mm-hmm. whatever. But, you know, we look really hard at people that, you know, we really want them to focus on, uh, like they want to be here for, uh, like here to grow our company because, sure. you know, we're paying them to be here to further our, mm-hmm. our company. Not, I mean, obviously we want you to grow and learn individually, but ultimately, mm-hmm. you know, you're getting paid to do a job, which is grow our company and mm-hmm. uphold our values. Um, so that's definitely, you know, like a balance. It's, it's, uh, it's definitely difficult to, um, you know, take a gig and know that you maybe want to move on or, or mm-hmm. things like that. And I know that that's stuff that you guys look out for. And, um, but so what about, you know, what about this space that, or maybe this team that makes you want to stick around? Like what, maybe some things that Jim has done or, or things mm-hmm. like that, that make you want to think bigger picture. Sure. Um, like think, think bigger in the coffee industry yeah, like in general. wanting to spend more time here. Not like not, not, uh, you know, coffee jobs can sometimes be transitional. Mm-hmm. Um, so what about this doesn't make it feel transitional? Right. I think at first I just, I think about the transparency of the leadership team here of, of talking about, you know, where we're taking the company. Um, I think that's really big and really cool to, you know, when you guys share that with us, it kind of feels like an invitation to Mm -hmm. continue moving towards furthering that. Um, whether it's opening up about, um, you know, this year, our goal is to expand wholesale. Mm -hmm. So you guys inviting us and saying, Hey, ask, you know, whether it's churches or gyms or other stuff like that, that you frequent, Mm -hmm. um, ask them if they want some coffee. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's, it's inviting us into those spaces to grow, um, the company. And like Jenny talks to us frequently about, um, brand and marketing. Mm -hmm. And she says like, you represent the brand. Mm -hmm. Um, so it, it it honestly helps us take ownership of it. Um, so I think just that in and of itself, being able to feel a part of a company in that way, Mm -hmm. um, largely prevents me from thinking about this as just being transitional. Mm -hmm. Um, because we feel like we have actually skin in the game, mm-hmm. um, that we are growing a company just like any other company. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, that's been really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To feel yeah, like that. And, I, and for us, you know, we don't know really how to do it any mm-hmm. differently. Um, you know, we know that whether we like it or not, you guys are representing the brand. And so you're, and for those listening and, and that have a staff or things like that, your staff is representing your brand, whether you like it or not. Mm-hmm. And, um, the way they represent the brand is dependent on how you've equipped them. Um, sure. so if you want them to represent the brand well, then you need to equip them to represent it well. If you're fine with them representing it poorly, then mm-hmm. that will happen. Um, and that's how it will go. And, um, that's where I think you do see cafes or things like that, that mm-hmm. are transitional. 
Um, And the cafes that aren't transitional are ones where the owners, you know, either have a vision long-term for the company Mm -hmm. or generally have a vision for each individual. Um, And if we don't have a vision, we ask Mm -hmm. um, because, you know, we don't want anyone to feel like they can't grow here. Obviously there's, you know, budgets involved and and things like that. So there's only so much you can do. There's definitely a lot of patience involved um, with those growth points. Um, But, you know, we want to know what trajectory you want to have. And we, and we want to bring people in that are thinking that way um, Mm -hmm. and not thinking like, well, I don't know what I want to do in a year. You know, we want you to have that passion and drive to make something of yourself because we know that if you do that, you're going to make something of this team or Mm -hmm. like this opportunity or uh, something like that. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, I would I don't know why other people aren't transparent. Um, Sure. Maybe. And to me, sometimes it feels like they're either hiding something or they're embarrassed. by the status of the company or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, But to me, it feels like the staff will be a lot more uh, receptive if you're honest, even if the numbers don't look great, Mm -hmm. Um, even if the sales are down or or whatever, Um, because at least that lets you know, you know, at least, you know, if you, if you don't feel comfortable with the financial situation or, you know, whatnot, uh, at least you've got like a off ramp, you know, but yeah, I mean, and the other great part about that is in, in the ups and down seasons, it does feel like we carry that load as a team mm-hmm. instead of, sure. you know, all on one individual, you mm-hmm. know, it doesn't feel like you and Jim hold that just you two, mm-hmm. but you know, the, the weight of a really slow week is shared amongst everybody, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, the weight of a really great week is shared amongst everybody too. Sure. Um, so that definitely helps to not, at least mm-hmm. to me, that let you guys not feel like you're on an island or, um, you know, as well as, you know, you know, uh, is what you're doing helping to move it forward mm-hmm. or yeah. there's nothing worse than like going to a job and not knowing if you're doing anything to help. Right. Um, right. Cause then it does just feel like you're clocking in and out and like literally, mm-hmm. you know, making coffee and nothing else. Um, but you know. 60, 70% of your job is making coffee, but Mm -hmm. you know, you shared with us that it doesn't feel like you're just making coffee, Yeah, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that that goes a little bit into, um, the belief that Jim has in you as well as, you know, just the whole idea of sharing that load is important to do. Um, cause it, helps, you know, a couple minds on it is generally better than just one. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's a lot of what I would encourage, um, you know, any of the managers out there or anyone else uh, sort of leading anybody is, um, think about how you can help equip some of the people that maybe have those solid skill sets, um, have those, uh, leadership qualities, um, Mm -hmm. as well as how can you, we always say like, um, we can nurture and cultivate leaders. That's what we hope to do. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we can't teach you the driver passion to be a leader, but we can help them. We can mold and cultivate it. Um, and there's nothing better than, uh, bringing like someone in that's raw and like, 
you know they've got a lot of potential, but they just need to be uh, molded a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, nothing better than that when they outachieve what you think. Uh, sure. And uh, much it's uh, much more rewarding than doing it yourself. I know that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know you've seen that with training and things like that, that it's always much cooler when the staff you've just been helping train, um, you know, crushes it through a, you know, a shift or something, um, much better than you doing it yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, um, so talk to us a little bit about what you're excited about maybe for the next couple of months, you mm-hmm. know, obviously here in Indiana, we're moving into summertime. And so, um, it seems like we're seeing a lot more people, uh, faces coming back and, and things like mm-hmm. that. But, uh, maybe what you're excited about for, the rest of the year. Sure. Um, I'm incredibly stoked for Coffee Fest mm-hmm. in Indy. Um, that's going to be super fun. Uh, I think I've I've always loved events where the whole coffee community mm-hmm. gets together. Um, and I'm excited for us in mm-hmm. that we're going to be in a nitro cold brew bracket. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm rooting us on there. Mm-hmm. Let's see. I'm just excited um, to keep to keep growing as a company, to keep mm-hmm. seeing where we're going. Mm-hmm. Um of course, I'm excited for, you know, if you know much about our shop, every quarter we introduce a new signature drink menu. Mm-hmm. So that is um, all of that craziness is mm-hmm. about to start in the next week of test kitchens mm-hmm. and um, the craze of everyone trying mm-hmm. drinks, coming up with new things. Um, yeah, I'm honestly just, I'm stoked for the trajectory we're on. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and uh, so just sort of, uh, bringing everything back again, I think, um, you know, what we talked about today, important to, um, you know, care about your staff in really simple ways. So, um, the top dog stuff that we do, um, the, uh, food stuff, or maybe, uh, rethinking your staff meeting. Um, there, there is business that does have to happen, but, mm-hmm. um, it can be done in a creative way. Um, so, uh, encouraging your staff to help with that or, or, mm-hmm. um, you know, polling ideas or anything like that. And then for us, um, you know, we try to be as open and available always to the team. So, uh, that can sometimes be tiring or, uh, overwhelming or, or anything like that. But, um, we know it's important for you guys to feel like, uh, it's accessible. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would encourage everybody to do that as, uh, you know, delegate out other tasks so you can create margin to do that because mm-hmm. you're much more valued as a manager, as, a, as an owner to be available for those things than, you know, taking an extra shift or, you know, cleaning dishes or, or anything mm-hmm. like that, because, um, there's stuff that your part-time staff can do and then there's stuff that they can't. And, uh, listening to how a staffer is feeling maybe isn't something that they can do. Um, but it is something that you can do in a, in a leadership position. So, um, encourage you to do that as well as, um, you know, for us, we do all of those signature drinks. So, um, that's a way where uh, we allow our staff to be really creative in a menu that is, um, pretty set in stone, um, outside of that. So, um, uh, but it's still yet another way where we can elevate quality. You know, our 
our staff is really, they work really hard at it. So um, I'd encourage you guys to find spots like that, find spots where your staff can be creative or um, again, it's not always about saying yes to everything, um, but uh, it's just about them being heard and, and listened to and um, great opportunity to do that. So um, yeah, uh, thanks for being here, Bree. I appreciate Absolutely. it. Um, if you um, haven't been to our cafe again, come by and say hi to Bree. She has one of our signature drinks up on the wall for uh, another month. So um, come and enjoy those. Um, she'll share that with you. Um, as well as uh, make sure that you uh, follow along here on the podcast. Um, we, uh, we upload new episodes every week. So uh, we've got some really exciting guests uh, coming up in the next couple episodes. Uh, we'll be talking with Department of Brewology. Uh, we'll be talking with uh, the team over at Coffee Fest, um, as well as uh, some other exciting uh, people coming through over the summer. So uh, make sure you subscribe and follow along on Google Play, Spotify, or the Apple Podcast app. Uh, we'd love to hear that as well as uh, drop a review. It really helps us out if you love the content. Uh, give us five stars. If you hate it, then give us none uh, and uh, shoot us an email on how we can get better. Um, and yeah, if you have any questions for us, uh, maybe a future episode idea, or you have a guest you, you think would be awesome, uh, shoot us an email at hello at indiecoffeeroasters.com. Uh, we would love to uh, make this podcast for you. So uh, shoot something over to us. As well as if you haven't already, uh, follow us along on uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. The link will be in the description of this episode. Uh, that's where you can learn all about uh, Wholesale, uh, Indie Coffee Roaster University. Um, you can uh, interact with some of our team um, and uh, learn about everything that's happening uh, at Indie Coffee Roasters. So uh, thanks again, Bree, for being here. And um, as always, remember to enjoy your coffee unleashed.